Pastor Chuk Sogoye is the senior pastor of Resurrection Life Church Johannesburg. Pastor Chooks is a passionate teacher and preacher of the Word of God. He has been blessed by God with the uncanny ability and gift to explain and unpack deep and complex spiritual truths in very easy to understand and apply formats. He is the host of the radio broadcast programs Living the Life and Amazing Power of Woman. Over the years, Pastor Chooks has been actively involved in marketplace ministries. He is an entrepreneur and business consultant with an avid passion for raising other entrepreneurs and business leaders. Here is Pastor Chooks Ogoye. Hi, good evening. Welcome to a beautiful Monday evening to another edition of our online masterclass, Understanding the Goodness of God. My name is Chuck Sugoye, and tonight is episode number 87. Uh, we are sharing on the goodness of God. I want to anchor some very powerful truths this evening uh, from a certain scripture. Go with me there to Psalm 34. Psalm 34, uh, verse 8. Psalm 34, verse 8. It says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Hmm. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Test and see that the Lord is good. Now, now, the goodness of God is meant to be experienced. When you taste something, when you eat food, and you taste something, the whole idea of tasting something is you swallow it, what you tasted is taken into your system and is digested and is become, it becomes a part of your body. All right, The food you eat you taste it and your digestive system you know digest it and it assimilates and it becomes a part of your body god wants his goodness to be tested by us and as he goes on it becomes a part of us and there's a reason for that he said all taste and see that the lord is good in other words you are not going to be able to experience um you're not going to be able to attest to the goodness of god until you experience it until you experience it. And this is the reason. Out in the Garden of Eden, Adam believed a lie about the character of God. Adam believed that God is selfish, that God is not good. And by believing that lie and accepted that lie into his consciousness and then into his subconsciousness, it sank in. Over 900 and something years, it sank in and eventually died. But this is the problem. Every, every child that came out of Adam after he died inherited that error. Inherited that doubt on the goodness of God. So we all are hardwired to doubt the goodness of God. We all are hardwired. We are born in it. You see, see, when the Bible says we are conceived in sin, what is sin? Sin is believing that God is not good. Sin is a mistrust of God. That's what sin is. That's basically what's in it. So before the action comes through, it's what you believe that, that produces that action. So all sin is traced to a doubt on the goodness of God. So, so Adam gave birth to children who are doubting the goodness of God. And that has carried on until me and you. So we all are born doubting the goodness of God. He's hardwired in us. We are hardwired to doubt the goodness of God. But God wants to excavate that hardwire and extricate it and take it out from us. And how does it happen? As we taste and see 
that the Lord is good. Every time we test and see and absorb the goodness of God, there is a transformation that happens in our lives. So there is a gradual transformation that brings us to a place where we are no longer doubting the goodness of God. That's where God wants every one of us to arrive at, where we, we are transformed into the image of Christ. Where we no longer doubt the goodness of God. So, there is no doubt of the goodness of God anywhere in our system. Hallelujah. And, and, and tonight, I want you to go with me into the auditorium. I, I unpack these truths. And at the end of, of the session, I'm going to come back and I'm going to round up. I'll see you just now. Hallelujah. So, instead of allowing the situation to break you down, which is what we do when we are in difficult situations, we allow that situation. We focus on it. We empower the enemy in the situation to make life miserable for us. Please understand what I'm saying this morning. Whatever circumstance you are in that you are not enjoying, please understand what it is. It's an opportunity for God to manifest his goodness to you. Whatever situation, I don't care whether it's financial or relational or health-wise, it's nothing but an opportunity for God to show you his goodness. And if you will reach out to him, he will manifest his goodness. Manifest his goodness as deliverance. Manifest his goodness as healing. Manifest his goodness as provision. Manifest his goodness, whatever it is that is fighting you, God wants to take that fight for you. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. Whatever it is that is fighting you, if lack is fighting you, if sickness is fighting you, if neighbors are fighting you, if unemployment is fighting whatever is fighting you, God wants to take that fight for you and show you how good he is. So if you will shift your mind to look to the goodness of God in the situation and trust him, that he's absolutely good. Not only that he will change that situation. But he will change you. Listen. The Bible says. In Psalm 34 verse 8. Oh test and see. That the Lord is good. Oh test and see. To test means to experience something. Are you here? Oh test and see. That the Lord is good. Wait for it. It is what you have tasted. You have experienced. God says, I don't want my goodness to be theory for you. I want you to experience my goodness. So you can see it. Please hear what I'm about to say right now. Just listen to this very carefully. This is such a powerful revelatory truth. Listen to this. The goodness of God is infinite. The goodness of God is what? Is infinite. God wants your experience of his goodness. Your experience of his goodness. To continue to grow from glory to glory incrementally all the way up. So when he says taste and see that the Lord is good. So let's say just for purposes of illustration. The goodness of God are in levels. Alright? Level 1 to level infinity. Are you with me? 
So, you experience or taste his goodness at level one. And you see it. That qualifies you to open up to receive a revelation of his goodness at level two. And then you see it. And then you go to level three and then you see it. Remember as you are seeing it, you are being transformed. You are being transformed into what you are seeing. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, we all with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord I have shown you. The glory of the Lord is his goodness. Amen. In Exodus chapter 33, when Moses asked the Lord to show me your glory, God showed him his goodness. And that's what the Bible says. God showed him his goodness. So the goodness of God is the glory of God. So the Bible says, we all with unveiled face are changed into the same image we see in the glory. From glory to glory. So God wants you to know his goodness from glory to glory to glory to glory. So hear this. Every difficulty, every challenge, every impossible situation you are facing is nothing for but an opportunity for God to work out his miracle, expose you to experience his goodness. Then you see it. Then it changes you. Then you go to level number two. Then you see more devils. Because they say that any, every new level has a devil. That statement is true. But that's not the complete truth. Instead of me to look out for the devils. Please can I look out for the goodness of God at the next level. Can I look out for the goodness of God at the next level. Because there's a goodness of God at the, another level. See David had the experience of seeing the goodness of God in the desert when a lion attacked him. And a lion came after the sheep that the father gave him to look after. The Bible said he went after the lion and killed the lion and took the lamb out of the mouth of the lion, delivered that lamb from the mouth of the lion. He saw the goodness of God. If you met David after the conquest of the lion, David will tell you, I serve a God that gives me strength to take on lions. And he will be celebrating. So if, if hyenas came, David is not going to be afraid. Because he is dealt with a lion. But that prepared him for the next one. It was a bear. Bears are bigger than lions. So a bear came. The same God that delivered him from the lion. And showed him his goodness as level number one. If lion killing is level number one. Prepared him to see the goodness of God. To deal with a bear. Some bears I'm told grow as much as eight feet. David was a 17 year old boy. He was probably you know five something. But he took on an eight feet animal. And slew the bear. He saw the goodness of God at level number two. What was happening to David? David was growing into a mighty warrior. He was moving from being a shepherd to a warrior. He had dealt with the lion. He had dealt with the bear. The goodness of God at level number two. He shows up at war. Where his brothers and the king had been embarrassed and ashamed. For the last 40 days. By a giant called Goliath. The Bible said it's probably somewhere around 13 feet tall. Bigger than the bear. 
This is a giant. It was an impossible situation. Even Saul the king admitted that it was an impossible situation. David, you are not able to go after this guy. He is more experienced than you. He is bigger than you. And David says, I've seen the goodness of God at level number one. A lion came, I dealt with it. I saw the goodness of God at level number two. I dealt with it. Ah, hey! Goliath, you are my next victim. Because I am going to see the goodness of God manifest again. He took on Goliath and brought Goliath down. And you will think that's the end of David's life. No. He had to deal with Saul after that. <laughs> For the next 13 years, he had to deal with Saul. And in every episode and opportunity that Saul had to kill him, David escaped. He saw the goodness of God right there. The Bible says in Saul's house, while he was serving the king, the king took a javelin and wanted to pin him to the wall. But David knew something that Saul did not understand. I have seen the goodness of God at level one. I have seen the goodness of God at level two. I have seen the goodness of God at level three. So even though he knew that Saul wanted to kill him, but what he has seen about the goodness of God had built a certain confidence. I came here to tell somebody what you have been going through has been meant by God to build incremental confidence in the ability of God to deliver you. You cannot downplay on the things that God has brought you through. God has brought you through level one, level two, and you've been seeing his goodness. He wants you to know there is another level of goodness. So even though David knew that Saul didn't like him. But he knew that God wanted him to serve the king with his prophetic psalmistry ministry. Or psalmist ministry. This man took this thing. And David docked. And the javelin hit the wall. He saw the goodness of God again at level number four. And, and on and on and on and on and on. That's the life that God has called me and you to live. To continuously experience his goodness as he delivers us. Can I get an amen? I'm saying to somebody this morning. Don't let the devil run you down and tell you that your life is over. Because of where you have found yourself. You may be trapped in a corner. But I want you to know that there is a setup for God to show forth his goodness on your behalf. For the single purpose of transforming you. Of transforming you into the image of Christ. Because the more of his goodness you see. The more of his goodness you can radiate. The more of his goodness that you can show forth. In the name of Jesus. So the goodness of God is revealed incrementally. And can I tell you why God said test and see. See. Because we were all conceived. In sin. But what that means is that we are all conceived with a bad picture of who God is. It's been wired deep into ourselves. So it requires experiential, incremental revelation of his goodness to gradually walk out of our system the mistrust for God. You didn't hear what I said. Let me say it again. I need it to sink. God is wanting me and you to experience his goodness in incremental measures 
so that all that wiring we are born with mistrusting God can gradually be reprogrammed experientially in our lives. So when you're there saying, when will these troubles end? Please understand what the troubles are. They are nothing but opportunities for God to show you how good he is. So you need to change your perspective about trouble. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You need to what? Change your perspective about trouble. So instead of looking at the trouble and panicking and shaking, and looking at the trouble and cursing God, no, look at the trouble and say, my God is about to show up. Oh yes, oh yes. You look at the situation and say, hey, come, 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 come. Because it's another opportunity for God to show you his goodness. Because when your eyes are focused on the goodness of God, that's all you see manifesting for you out of difficult circumstances. And God wants to train us to stop letting the enemy panic you and throw you around like as if you don't have a God. Let the devil throw his best shot. Let Look him eyeball to eyeball and tell him, go to hell. I have a God and I'm going to see his goodness in this situation. I'm going to see his power manifest for me. I'm going to see him turn around this thing. This is the problem. We don't trust him that he will come through. Look at the end of that scripture. It said, blessed is the man who trusts in him. Our trust grows incrementally as we experience his goodness. I want to come to the place where I trust him completely. Completely around my finances. Completely around my mission on earth. Completely around everything about me. How do I know when I'm there? I'm at peace. Hallelujah. The proof of trust is manifested in what? Peace. I'm going somewhere this morning. Listen to this. Every consequence of the fall of man we endure or are burdened with. When I talk about the consequence of the fall, sickness is a consequence of the fall. Can I get an amen? Poverty and lack is a consequence of the fall. Can I get an amen? Injustice is a consequence of the fall. Can I get an amen? Every consequence of the fall that we endure or we are subjected to are nothing but opportunities for God to show us his goodness and as we see his goodness we are changed the bible says that our god in in psalm 46 verse 1 he say he is a very present help did you see that he's a what a very present help in trouble so when trouble shows up please see god is already inside very present someone say very present very not just present very present so what do you see in trouble what do you see in trouble do you see god in the trouble or you see the trouble you need to learn to see god because he's there so when luck hits you oh come on robot shocker and you look into the bank account and you don't have what it takes to answer what is happening what do you see in the bank account you can choose to see god in that red or you see the red the choice is yours because what you see is what you will pull out oh you didn't get what i said what you see is what you will pull out 
God said, I am very present in trouble. So whatever trouble that hits you, he is present. He's there. He was there before the trouble even showed up. The question, do you trust his goodness and believe that he is very present in that trouble? Because when you see him in the trouble, he will resolve the trouble and get you out. Or he didn't get it. When you see him in that trouble, he will resolve the trouble and get you out. You got to believe. He is my very present help in trouble. So whatever this trouble is, it's trouble with your health. He's there. Before you became sick, he was Jehovah Jireh. He was Jehovah Rapha. Before you become, he said, I am the God that heals you. How can he be the God that heals you? If him and the sickness, who came before the other? He came before the sickness. So the healing was present before the sickness. Oh, yeah, Kabosha. The healing was present before the sickness showed up. Because he said, I am the Lord that healed you. So before the sickness came, the healing was on the, on the table. I don't know why you are letting the sickness panic you. The healing was there before the sickness. So why don't you choose to see, this, see the healing and don't let the sickness panic you? The Bible says he is my provider. He is God, my provider. He was there before the need arose. I will not let the need panic me. I will not let the lack panic. No, 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 no. He, he was there. I choose to see him. I choose to reach out to him because he is my very present help in a time of trouble. He's my present help in a time of need. So he's there. He was there before the need. And I need you this morning to shift your mind and expect to see his goodness. Hallelujah. He wants to show you his goodness. Did you hear what I said this morning? He wants to show you his goodness. That situation is nothing but an opportunity for him to show it because he was there before the problem came. He was right there. He was there before the problem. So he's saying, allow this problem to introduce me to you. Allow, allow me to show forth out of this situation and show you how awesome I am and how good I am and what I think about you. Hallelujah. In Genesis chapter 50 verse 20. This was Joseph. He says, but as for you, you meant evil against me. But God meant it for good. So while you people were planning the evil that you planned and sold me into slavery, God was already there before. And God meant it for good in order to bring about, as it is this day, this, to save many people alive. So there was, an, there was a plan that God had. While they were planning their evil, God was working out some good. Hallelujah. So you will not allow evil to mess you around. Wow, what a word. What a word. The Bible says in Psalm 46 as we are looking at just now, God is our refuge and our strength. A very present help in trouble. <laughs> you have a choice every time trouble, difficulty, challenge comes your way. Are you going to see the very present God 
inside the trouble are you going to see the trouble you see depending on how much of the goodness of god you've digested you've assimilated into your system that will determine what you do in trouble you see when, when you have seen the goodness of god when trouble comes you you know that the goodness of god you saw yesterday makes you look into trouble eyeball to eyeball and see god deliver you once again why was israel struggling in the wilderness to believe god despite what they were seeing you see when they saw uh, any difficulty instead of them seeing the hand of god coming through for them instead of them seeing the goodness of god coming through for them in that situation they saw the trouble swallowing them they saw death and guess what it led them to murmur it led them to complain it led them to grumble and they ended up staying 40 years in a in a wilderness that you know they could have just done in in three four days and they, they would have been done but you know they kept on seeing trouble and kept on seeing how god was going to hurt them but instead god wants us to change our perspective on difficulties i don't know what you're facing i don't know what you're going through in this season god wants you to change your perspective he is your very present help in that trouble in other words the bigger the trouble the bigger the god is about to manifest in that trouble hallelujah the bigger the challenge the bigger the the manifestation of the goodness of god out of that challenge the bible says he will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you can bear but by with every temptation he makes a way his goodness is there to make a way for you so my brother my sister i don't know what you're facing i don't know what you're going through right now but i'm saying to you don't give up don't, don't let the devil cause you to see only the challenge and the difficulty see the mighty hand of god in that situation because god is very present he was there before the sickness came he was there before the crisis in your business came he was there before the crisis in the relationship came he was there before the crisis at work came he was there and he is still there to help you if only you can believe him if only you can reach out he is still there to deliver you listen to me to me it doesn't matter how bad it is god is bigger <laughs> it doesn't matter how bleak it looks god is able to get you out when god is involved impossible is nothing oh let's say that together when god is involved impossible is nothing i'm saying to you god is involved in your situation i said god is involved he's there in your situation. his goodness has caused him to show up in that difficulty hallelujah and he's coming through to help you maybe it was your fault maybe it was your mistake maybe it was the mistake of another person it does not matter you say call upon me and i will answer you i will answer you i will come through i will show myself strong on your behalf that's what the good god has promised so he, he is not folding his hands and watching you you know suffer no you need to reach out and receive his help there is no situation he cannot solve there's no problem he cannot resolve hallelujah there's no sickness he cannot heal there's no situation he cannot transform our god is an absolutely good god and we reach out to him tonight i want to pray for you as we as we as we close tonight's broadcast i want to pray for you maybe you are going through a difficult time maybe you are going through a challenge and the enemy is causing you to be discouraged discouragement is when you see the problem bigger than the hand of god to help you that's what discouragement is when you see the problem bigger than when you see the hand of god helping you 
But when you see the hand of God helping you, you are encouraged. You are fired up. You are in faith when you see the hand of God helping you. May you see the hand of God helping you. May you see God come through for you. May you see him make a way where there seems to be no way. I don't know what you are facing, but he has made a way where there seems to be no way. Father, I pray for my hearers tonight. I pray for my brother and for my sister. Lord, when our heart is overwhelmed, cause us to see. Hallelujah. Cause us, raise us up to a rock that is higher, that we might see with a better perspective. Lord, your goodness is manifesting in this difficulty, in this challenge that they are facing, in what they are going through. Your hand is there. The more difficult it looks, the more powerful your presence, the more powerful your power, because we know that you are, you are attracted to difficulties. You are attracted to challenges. Oh, yes. So show yourself even as you want to show yourself. I pray for my hearers that they will allow you to show yourself strong on their behalf. I speak that their faith will increase. I speak today that in the name of Jesus, that their faith will rise up beyond anything that the enemy is trying to throw at them. Thank you, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen, 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 amen. God bless you. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow at 7 p.m. Good night. There comes a time in your life when you need a change, an upgrade. You need upliftment. You need lasting results. You just want your life to be real. You need your life to be meaningful, deep, full, purposeful, and easy. You're looking for enlargement, amplification, increase, strengthening. You're looking for growth in your life. You want leverage, strategic advantage, gain and favor, ability to influence, Clout and strength. Join us at Resurrection Life Church every Sunday. Visit our website .reslife.org.za for more information. Make this year your year of being real. Embrace rapid enlargement and leverage. It is your time.